1: For those of you keeping track at home, it is August 20th on the Lori and Julia show, My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, we're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. You can also find us on the My Talk app and the Cat Video Festivals tonight. Just want to remind everyone, 8 p.m. That's right. Get watching. But listen
2: before you watch. Yes. Listen to us. Listen before to you us watch. and then watch. Yeah, I know I was with a friend last night and she's showing me this hysterical video. I've heard two cats, one black, one a redhead, kind of fluffy. I'm going to uh-huh. call them fluffy Garfield. like And they were both wagging their tails back and forth in time. Oh, cute. Like a fan. I said, why didn't you set this to right. music? Because she always goes to the cat video. Yes. She's a big cat lover. And she's like, I don't know how to load anything on my fan. And she, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Missed opportunity. Where she could work with my
3: mother today
2: who yeah. doesn't know how to do it, e- it race together. Yeah. But I it's reminded just, her, yeah. I said, don't forget to watch the videos. Oh, yeah. I think, Cause Holly, didn't we kind of get a lot this year? People had time on their hands yes. to be creative. Well, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's just something fun to watch. Get the fam together. If you can, you know, yeah. the kids Project it up somewhere. Watch it. I know. I think
3: it will be fun. I'm not not even looking for new programming. Yeah, I'm (laughs) not
2: even that big of a huge cat lover, but you can't help but sit and laugh at these videos. And we always we would be at CHS Field and we're just like I mean, laugh is hysterical. Remember last year we met Grumpy Cats? Owner, owner and she had an entourage. the handlers. She really she did. She had an entourage. Mm-hmm. That's how much money Grumpy Cat made. And Grumpy Cat was dead, but she was just going out to. Grumpy Cat lives on Insta.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Grumpy was, Cat. Uh. She really had an entourage. She did. Well, Grumpy Cat, according to
2: Forbes magazine last year, brought in anywhere between $1 million $100 million. Yeah. Well,
3: that is that is, that's what
2: all cat people wait, did you aspire you just say to. Between 1 million and 100. That's mm-hmm. a big gap. That yeah, is. That's so why I, she has so many handlers. They got to try and keep track of all the money. Where's it going? What's happening?
3: <laughs> but I mean, oh that's gosh. like the
2: cat I lover. I made somewhere or, between 200
3: and, and 4 billion last year. You're like,
2: I want to be an influencer with, you know, I want to make somebody a star, a viral star, a TikTok star, a cat, whatever. So you never know what what cat's going to be discovered tonight. I'm
3: excited because I do think people need something new and different to watch. And so you just yeah. go to our website mytalk1071.com and you click on the link and you can watch it. Yeah. I'm a, I we like these. We do laugh at them. We do um And just, I miss seeing all the people dressed up as cats, cats. with the makeup and the games and we mm-hmm. We've had a lot of fun at that thing.
2: We really have. Mm-hmm. And I was we-
3: kind of sad when I was, you know, boating on the Mississippi the other night and I saw CHS the lights because they're playing baseball and mm-hmm. I'm
2: thinking, oh, because we missed the grease sing along too. We, we did have again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was even, you know, like going to wear my fifties outfit that we have from the chant. That's right. We, we do have we didn't, we didn't, we didn't dress like greasers. We were dumb for we the were first dumb. one. Now I've got wigs and the outfit <laughs> Very, and everything. And I'm even... so ready. <laughs> I've got pink hair and blue hair and curly hair and black hair. You could and... be a beauty school dropout. Yes. Absolutely. Um, By the way, I did uh, go to a happening patio restaurant scene last night. Uh, I I made reservations like, you know, five days in advance or six days. The Gnome, the Uh old Happy Gnome on Selby. And okay, they've completely changed the interior because that's an old firehouse. Yes. And it used to be sort of a little Warren of little rooms or, you know, but I kind of like, it doesn't, it's, they blasted it. It's completely different high ceilings, you know, but I just, he sat outside. Well, yeah, we had the, they, the patio is, I swear it's as big as W.A. Frost. Serious. It goes around the back of the building and they pushed it out and they have big picnic tables and then they have round tables, like. So the picnic tables, like, there would be four there. Okay. You know, I mean, they really far apart. They sure. had swing chairs for people who are on dates and are waiting for their table. Okay. That are hanging from the trees. Oh, cute. They had... Was there any music in the background or anything? Mm, it Just the buzz of happy people. That's what I okay. recall. Okay. Was but it busy? It was busy, and they had it. It was just so... It was so nice, and they've, like, put... Um, You know, the big pots that I have from curtains that are just gigantic. They look like something tropical. They had those. They had a lot of potted uh, plants out there. So it was just pretty. And I did see people on what I felt like were dates. And they Mm -hmm. were sitting in their swing chairs, just swinging back and forth across from each other under these trees, far enough away from the tables. I mean, it was really nice. How nice. And the food... um, you know, I it's that butcher and the hog guy. I think yes, um, or butcher and the boar, or, or whatever. And- One of those famous, you know. Okay. The, it, Stephanie would talk about them. They know, you know, marrow and you know, like fancy. Oh gosh, no, that's so funny. Fancy meat on, on bone, bone <laughs> <laughs> meat on bone stuff, and but they had like the beer can chicken. My girlfriend got a piece of fish that. They do it. I'm going to just warn you, you know, Mediterranean style, which to me, Means, if you didn't know, the it's the on? skin in the head. Yep. Yeah, And all the bones. And uh, so I just had a lovely pear and fig grilled cheese sandwich. It was just a comfort okay, that sounds so good. sandwich Yum. that I just uh uh-huh. delighted in. It was so good, oh. you know, and so they had like interesting. There was vegetarian stuff. They had a uh, pharaoh. Do you, ever, do you know what that no. is? It's like a risotto. Okay. But maybe a little bit more heavier or more vegetables in it. I can't really tell. It's But sure. it's that creamy pasta, rice right. flavor, and all uh, vegetarian. So they had a, anyone could find something to eat.
3: Okay. Fun. Whatever
2: kind of per. And, you know, the. here's my one other. I'm just going to warn you review. it's
3: Mediterranean style. I have a story about getting a red snapper in like eighth grade. In California, at this fancy place, and it came with a head on, and I just was like, I pouted so big time. I'm not touching that. Oh yeah, dead fish on my plate. We're in California with the cousins, and I'm like,
2: yuck. Julia, the only reason (laughs) I, (laughs) the only reason I say this is because I, when I was with your dad and Casey for the 80th Mediterranean, we're up in Ravello, which is this uh, big opera town that's on the Amalfi Coast. You go up this windy road and, you know, our driver who spoke like two words of English and I speak like 10 words of Italian, mm-hmm. he ta- we figure out this, All is, dirty. this mm-hmm. is his friend's restaurant. It's overlooking the sea. It's just amazing. And I have this vision of us eating. This is why sometimes Casey and I are bad food people together. I like to share. So do I. Casey likes to order something just for him. And when you're in a Mediterranean country, even the way you dine and how it's served, it's not conducive. They're small plates, aren't they? Not necessarily, but like, so anyway, I wanted to get a fish, a pasta, and something else. And everybody share. And Casey's absolutely refused. And so he made me order the fish and out came the fish. The the bone, the head, the thing. And your dad had this beautiful plate. (laughs) salad or something? No, uh, spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti in case he had some kind of pasta. And there I was with a fish I didn't want to eat. Don't you just pout then? The fish was... T- and well, you can't share. You, know, oh, no, I had to pretend. And oh, yeah. Your dad, <laughs> I love this. Your dad was nice, and he said, Here, honey, here's yes. this, and I'll take... I'll take some of the fish, and Casey called the Mater D over to debone my and fish okay. and take off the head and everything. I felt like a real a hole, if you know. Oh, what I mean. but please, what <laughs> classic is, dumb American. I just totally forgot. Buzzkill, though, when it
3: comes out with everything on it.
2: But that is how it is sure, always done, and I just had for. It, I just had forgotten. We had been. I just it's been a while. It had been a while. And I Since that you I've been in the restaurant on the top of the Amalfi Coast. Right. Been like maybe never. <laughs> no, I have been, you know, but I just had forgotten. And normally I always want pasta. Pasta and a salad. That's what I yeah. want. Yeah. Pasta. But anyway, I like the and this this the gnome. Yes. Their house pa. wines were seven dollars and it was a nice healthy Poor. glass. All right. Not one of these little light ten or eleven dollar. I, that bugs pour. me. That is a bug of mine. So anyway, I liked everything about it. Good. You know, that's just my restaurant review. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I we haven't done it. anything new in so long, people. Right. It's really exciting.
3: Mm-hmm. Rick Nelson is coming on at 3.30 from the start to be, and He's going to talk restaurants and cookies and some other
2: things. So oh. we'll hear some more patio ideas. Fabulous. And we've got Matt uh, Belanger, our, our darling anchor from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, joining us next.
1: Hang on a sec. Let me get mad at you.
2: It's that time of the week. Time for. It's Matt Belanger. Belanger. Is that it? It's Matt, Matt Belanger. Belanger. No. Belanger.
1: Wanna try again?
3: It's Matt, Matt Belanger. Belanger.
1: Julia, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's,
3: it's Matt, Matt Belanger. Belanger.
1: <sighs> Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger.
3: It's Matt Belanger. Who? Who? Who's the guy? Belanger. Matt. Who's Hi.
2: Hey, how is
1: everybody today? We're, good. We're doing pretty good. Ooh, I had a nice outdoor dining experience you the did? other day. Well, yeah, we ventured out get? the first time. I mean, that we have not cooked at home in yeah. forever. We went to Monte Carlo oh, downtown Minneapolis. They have that, that they have patio, patio right next door. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed with uh, you know, the procedures and the spacing and the cleanliness. It was a it was a good experience. Now you gotta the thing to remember when you um are venturing when you do leave the house these days yeah. and you're trying to go out and have a night like this and one place is open uh, just call ahead and find out what the limited menu is because many of these places have a extremely pared down
2: yes menu
1: you know and thankfully monte carlo still had the wings on the menu because that's what kyle wanted that's my favorite (laughs) yeah they're so good
3: they do they're so good yeah I There's like lot cinnamon in
2: there
1: or something, so good.
2: something. And mm. I like that pat I've always liked that patio because it's a very city feel. You yeah. could you could almost feel like you're in New York City yeah. or yeah. something and, and
1: they've got the lights overhead. Yeah, and, and it's it was, just
2: real it's pretty and you're right about the paired um menu. I yeah. guess that is the way they have to do it because they can't have as many cooks or oh, yeah. you know, have it As would many be a, a cost patrons. Of, yeah. It's a cost mm-hmm. effective way they to run a business. Balance it
1: out, make it work for them. You know, be open, still bring in some money. Speaking yeah. of food, the food parade is rolling on at the state fairgrounds. First day, ladies. Did yep. you, did you guys cover I it for I Channel 5? I didn't get to go. We had a, a reporter there live all morning long. Mm-hmm. Ashley Zilka stuffed herself with tasty treats from caramel apples to cookies and, and uh, how many turkey to go. how many cars were they letting... Because that sold out so they quickly. They sold 16,000 tickets, but that's over, over three, all the three, days. Yep. I think it's yeah. 13 total days yes, when you add it added up. But, uh, so it's, it's going along, and I just talked to our friend Mike Marcotte, uh, who used to be with Twin Cities yes, Live, and he's there Mike. today, and he... Uh, I said it's going great, and he's chowing down on sweet Martha's cookies right now, and it was a it was a good experience. So if you were lucky enough to score one of those tickets, good for you. I was kind of rolling my eyes about well, the that's whole thing. Twelve
2: hundred and thirty cars per day.
1: Look at you doing higher math. We here, said there's a great public p- math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Was it? And so I'm just curious. Like
1: he, he said, it, it was efficient. I said, was it efficient? Was it really slow? They he, tell you a time to come. Yeah. They. That's the thing. They stagger the times Got because it. I was I was a little nervous. I was kind of rolling my eyes, wondering about like the traffic jam that this could become doesn't sound like it's been that no. big of a problem they were really smart the organizer said they l- held down the number of tickets to sell particularly in the beginning here because they wanted to start small because mm-hmm. they didn't want it to be a traffic jam right. and th- there's a chance i c- don't yeah you know, who knows but really they want- might sell a couple extra tickets if today was smooth sailing right. maybe they'll offer a couple more who knows so right. just kind of stay tuned on that By the way, speaking of the state fair, did you know you can buy a state fair themed face mask with Fairchild and all the logos? I didn't know that until today. I
2: never even knew there was a state fair lip balm until I read it in Rick (laughs) Nelson's thing that it's like a thing every year. I mean, how did I I miss that? that? That's because we avoid that one building like the plague. I know we do. <laughs> but
3: you're right. There's different face masks for adults and kids. It's adorable. Yeah. And There's
1: a whole fairware section yes. that I didn't know existed, and I, I and I saw a little, this face mask here with Fairchild dancing on the front, and I just thought that was cute. cute. Way to keep the fair alive. I mean, a lot of people are. This would be the build up right now. Right. You know, when we are. are That's and where our respect- we met you, honey. I know. That's on the bus. The on, the, on
2: the
1: bus. <laughs> Singing sweet Caroline.
3: That's how we introduced you to my talk. Yeah. That's how we meet. And We found the the
1: wine bar. Yes, Mm -hmm. we did. We shared with Larry. Yes, (laughs) Yes, Larry
3: Farr.
1: Oh, Oh, that was a good night. He's doing great. He's out. He's out there growing his petunias and what he does. Who knows what he's doing? But he's. I know he's doing okay. Um, Did you? Okay, so Julie, I got to hold you accountable here because last week you promised everyone that you were going to take a video of your mother watching (laughs) the music video, and I understand. that has not happened okay I, went, I couldn't I, be more disappointed listen, i went by I'd there asked today. Her every day
3: <laughs> i went by today why didn't you because my mother wasn't there oh why hmm. we crossed our channels Mm-hmm. And I went to her house, and she wasn't there. And then I went looking for her in the neighborhood like one she knows. No, but she knows her mom's past. I know my mom's past, <laughs> so I'm driving up and down Edgecombe she and She knows Mom where the drugstore is yeah. and the grocery I store is. The routine, you know? Watch, watch, looking for her walking, looking for her driving, Little Red. I couldn't find her anywhere.
1: You know so what? I'm going to have to do it.
3: <laughs> I'm going to do inter- it. You are going to have to do it's, it.
1: I'm, w- a WAP intervention? <laughs> it's yeah, WAP, no, I WAP? Would, I, I would I would do know.
2: it tomorrow. Actually, I'll ask Casey if he can do it because he's <laughs> oh, seen no. her tomorrow. He, but he is not. He was the wrong he's person. He's not savvy. Yeah. Right. So, he's not savvy. She I mean, says technolo- it's so sad. But you know what I mean. No, he knows how to take a video,
1: I think. I <laughs> don't. Here's, the, here's okay. the thing is I bring that up because uh, Leslie Jordan is hilarious. Yeah, Did he watch and it? And he, you have to see this video if you haven't. It's on. Just, just Leslie he, he Jordan watching? listens to this song in the you know Cardi B's new like too hot to mention song yeah. that we oh, just yeah. cannot play White, apple, pie, any words whop. of wop mm-hmm. anyway and he's watching this and listening in real time and then it hits the chorus, baby Yeah, and uh is he clutches his pearls oh, you know proverbially but i bet he liked that oh, park your
2: big mac truck and he my said i can he said
1: i can't judge though because every garbage can has a lid or he has like some quotes mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's the video to watch. Yes. I mean, just seeing his face and he's, he scrambles to try to turn it off. He's turning Fifty Shades of Red. Oh it's the gosh. best thing to see him experience. Yeah, it is.
3: <laughs> He, you know, brilliantly, yeah. came out with WAP merchandise. Yeah. You guys know this really? already. Yes. Yeah. So there's Must, umbrellas wow. and raincoats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and cheek, I get it. And cheek. I get it. Um. So the rain. He should have masks. Yeah, they should. The yeah. raincoats. Um, rain jackets that say WAP across it. They're pink, kind of cool. I'd be selling
2: show. condoms, although there's probably not that big of a markup. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like for condom, unless <laughs> you sell them a 20 pack. No.
3: I, who wants a condom, condom
2: with a color print on it? I Julia, don't, that, it's sounds, just, that sounds dangerous. It doesn't have Julia. Julia, where's your sense of All fun? Right. <laughs> I, I, who doesn't like a fluorescent condom Damn. <laughs> A lot of people
3: <laughs> it makes it like a <laughs>
2: lightsaber.
1: I know, that's who right. Wants a
3: lightsaber and the oohah. Oh, well, I mean, sometimes <laughs> you know, yes. you never know. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> How much is the raincoat, though, Julia? Does it say the
2: raincoat
3: is hundred and twenty-five bucks?
2: Wow! See, the kind of not good.
1: <laughs> And the
3: umbrella—enough <laughs> <Not> <money laughs>
1: markup on that. Uh, the
3: umbrella is um
2: wow twenty-five.
1: And yeah. is it made by like a designer or something, or well, is it just a line had the or stuff whatever? Ready to go? Well,
2: I'm going to tweet you know, it out smart. right it's now. Smart. It's smart. Oh, very good. She's giving away a million dollars. Nice. Uh, she and so like a cause or something or something. I mean, I just saw they're giving away a million dollars, and a bunch of people are just we begging were gonna, them. You had to. Download Cardi some B. app. Otherwise, I was going
3: to do it. Yeah, I, I'll stand in line. No, for a bucks. Julia,
1: we're not standing. In line no, we're going
3: to stop at red lights though, for a million bucks. <laughs> Listen oh, to
1: me. Well, I'm glad you let me stop by and short circuit your broadcast here for a well, little
0: we bit. We love that. <laughs> There's a sports you.
3: bra, biker shorts. I mean, there Ooh, is biker stuff shorts available. Yeah, all right. It's. Yeah, it's kind of. Fine. I'm,
1: I'm looking at your computer screen through the window here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that looks really mm-hmm. that. That's a uh, eye-catching. I yeah. would say.
3: Yeah, you know what? You're just. I can a little see you sparkless. twirling down
1: the street in that, Julia.
3: Can you? Why not? Sure. Why not? Yeah
1: i probably have to ham it. <laughs> <laughs> <You bet. laughs> I'm still laughing about the showerhead thing from last week where oh. she says, it just gets left where the last person... It does. Anyway, sorry. Thanks yeah. for letting me stop by. I see you tomorrow morning oh, on TV at 11. Matt. See you, so Good to see you. Yep. All right. We'd
2: love it if cookies were raining on us right now. That's but right. We, we are going to settle for being rained on by uh, Rick Nelson from the Star Tribune. He covers all things uh, food and restaurant. Uh, hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. Nice, Rick. nice to talk to you. Hey, you too. How are you? We're Good. fantastic. We we uh, were drooling, drooling though, when we opened the taste section today, the 100,
0: 100 Reasons
2: to Bake a Cookie. Yes.
0: Oh, that, you know, I'd tell you, that is an awesome cookbook. And Sarah Kiefer, the author, who uh, lives in the Twin Cities, she has a, an amazing story. She started out baking in coffee houses, uh, first at a really great coffee house in Winona called the Blue Heron. And then she... Up to the Twin Cities and baked here, and then she had kids, and so she started baking at home and blogging about it because she was an English major and she wanted to write. Mm-hmm. She's also a photographer, so she was photographing her things. The blog got the attention of Savour magazine, and I think it won their Best Blog of the Year. You know, wow! And from there, she got a she got a book contract, and she wrote a really great cookbook called The Vanilla Bean Cookbook, which has got me through so much of the pandemic. I think I baked 20 things out of that cookbook over the last four or five months. It's really, really great. So anyway, she's made this new book called 100 Cookies. that just came out this week, and it is phenomenal. Do you have a favorite in there? Oh, I mean, I baked like four or five of them right now. She's got this whole chapter. She's kind of famous for something called Bang the Pan Cookies, which sounds really weird, but you make these very buttery cookies. So you started with chocolate chip, and when they're in the oven baking, you pull them out every you know, two or three minutes, and you bang the pan against the top of the stove and then put them back in the oven. And what that does, it kind of flattens the cookies out, and it it makes them kind of wrinkled and flat, Uh and it makes them very caramelized and crisp on the bottom, but still very soft on the top. Really a cool technique. And that got the attention of the New York Times. And it went crazy online when, when they published that, that recipe a couple of years ago. And so now in this book, she's got like maybe a dozen bang the pan cookies that are, you know, beyond chocolate chips. She's got like a snickerdoodle that's really good that, you know, that's wrinkly and delicious. And, um, that I made that one. They were, they were really, really great. (sighs) But the two that I made that are in the paper today are both, like everybody should make them because they were so delicious.
3: The Neapolitan.
0: The Neapolitan which is so cool. So it's it's her basic sugar cookie recipe and it sounds a little putsy because you 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 divide the dough into three and you you make a kind of a strawberry flavoring with one and a chocolate flavoring with another and then a vanilla with a third. And with each cookie you grab a little piece of each dough, you roll it in some in some sprinkles. And then you you know put the three pieces together into a single cookie and put that on the cookie sheet and bake it and it comes out with you know three colors of a cookie like that old Neapolitan ice cream yeah, that my yes. dad used to buy for Bridgman's you know Um really really good and really and and like all I could think of was kids would love to make these cookies and parents will hate to clean up all the sprinkles that will get all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> right.
2: Oh, but the picture looks amazing. <laughs> the bang the pan cookies, because that is always something like if you go to a bakery and you get like some kind of a toffee or a chocolate chip. And I've always wondered how, how is it that some places they're soft all the way down. And sometimes you because my husband really likes crunchy, crunchy, wrinkled. He wants some hard on the bottom. And but you didn't. You wouldn't know until you bought the cookie and bit into it, because you can't always tell. Right, exactly. I never knew and about this what? bang the pan. <laughs> <laughs> I like if the you, idea. If you're,
0: if you're a fan of Rustica, the bakery uh, in yeah. in Southwest Minneapolis, they do. They've famously done a bang the pan chocolate chip cookie for years. They're really thin, and you know they're very crisp and kind of caramely on mm-hmm. the bottom. My God, those cookies are so good. Oh, oh
2: my gosh. Now I I know it. That's like a perfect uh, one. Okay, so, Rick, I gave a r- restaurant review. I gave a, a rave rev- review to the Gnome because I was there last, oh, the gnome. last night. Okay. I,
0: I don't know if you've been there yet. I haven't been known, so I want and so you loved it.
2: you know what I liked it because it had a huge patio, it had something for everybody. The house wine was seven
0: dollars and, and there they were gave swings. A good
2: pour. <laughs> and there were swings for people on dates while they were waiting for their table huge, huge patio.
0: Oh, I love it, you know it's so great because when they built that out, the people who who, who took over that space, they also own Hope Breakfast Bar, which is kind of, you know down on kind of uh-huh. off of West Seventh Street. And they uh, decided that number one, they were going to, I think they tripled the size of the patio from the previous restaurant that had been yeah. a Happy Gnome. So is it, and it looks really beautiful to me. I oh, it's beautiful. You
2: I, can't really see yeah. it until you get out there. So, but the, the inside completely gutted and completely different. But have you been, um, like, you must be going to the Patios. patio scenes. And I, I noticed, like, uh, the, handsome Hog or whatever it is up on yeah. top. I noticed there's been a lot of expansion of patio space.
0: Tons of expansions of patios because that's where people, you know, it's where number one, where consumers are feeling more comfortable being mm-hmm. out in the fresh air yep. and, you know, we, and, and, uh, restaurateurs are deciding this is how we're going to make our money this year. Yeah. We're going to put out these patios. And it's really interesting because the, the people who, who, uh, redid the gnome, um, they're going to try really hard to extend patio season into October, November. They're going to put up tents and yep. and put up heat lamps and and really try to keep people outdoors as long as they can. Well, because we're, again, we're I think it's where people feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, yeah. We talked about this. At, at, you know, Paris, or you go, they're, they're open year round. The cafes, they put out the awnings right. you know? and out come the heat lamps.
0: How come hear does? People put a little blanket on your lap, and you're good to go. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Why do not we do that here in this winter city that we live in? I well, always thought that was really strange.
3: I bet we do more of. They do it at the Twins Champions Club. If you sit in the really good seats, <laughs> they do bring you out blankets and hot cocoa if you're seeing a game. I'm just saying, but it is something that I think yeah. I bet we're going to see a lot
2: more of this year because people still want to eat out. Well, but you know what I it's worry. Just necessity. I just worry about like how, like I saw the other day that uh, Curran's family restaurant is closing. I'm just wondering like how many of our, you know, beloved little, where it might be a family run business of sixty years or something, and no one. Want, I I don't know. In this economic time, it might just be making people leave. And I know there will be new ones that will come in, but I'm just wondering what you're hearing or seeing about that.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of restaurants have closed, and it's really sad. And I think that as this goes on and on and on, you know, I think so many restaurants are just hanging on by a thread, hoping to, you know, make their way through this difficult time. Um, You know, it's interesting you brought up Currents because, you know, they've been running – that family's been running that restaurant for forever. Mm -hmm. It's on, what, 42nd and Nicollet? Mm -hmm. And um, I think from what I understood, you know, they got kind of a nice uh, way to say goodbye because a developer – wants to take over that space and build an apartment building Perfect. so at least they can cash out their business or that's right. presum- presumably what they'll be able to do. Right. That's my hope for them anyway, because yeah. honestly, the people in the restaurant industry, they're the hardest working people in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I just give up, you know, my heart goes out to everyone in the in the restaurant industry right now for everything that they're doing.
2: I know people need to be like super generous with tippers. And I, if you can just go and pick up your takeout Don't go Uber Eats or Grubhub or any of that. I call that lazy restaurant because there's just like I mean it's they're doing it. You're you're not helping them really. Doesn't seem like
0: and and you know even in this time we can still go out and have fun and have really cool and interesting experiences. I mean one example that I would tell everyone is on the weekends um, take a sixty minute drive down past Red Wing. And go to the Chef Shack Bay City, which is run by two uh, chefs here in the Twin Cities. They have this weekend place. And on the weekends, I think it's Wednesday and Thursday nights, they they just pull up their food truck and they serve in this really beautiful garden and patio outside their restaurant in this little tiny town called Bay City on the Mississippi River. I know where that is. And then on Friday... And then on Friday yeah. and Saturday nights, they do a four-course dinner for I think sixty or sixty-five dollars, yeah. and they're really good cooks. And so it's like you can still have a really fantastic restaurant experience, and you can have it outdoors, and you can make it an adventure. Adventure, like, yeah. Yes. You know.
2: Yeah, I like that. It's like going down to Chancaska, you yes. know, to that vineyard and, you know, eating outside. Exactly. That's beautiful there. Beautiful.
3: And, they have great pizzas. Yeah, you know,
2: and it's kind of a like a little, it feels like you're having a, a little trip. A, a trip adventure. adventure. Yeah, I like that,
0: Rick, very much. Exactly. You could even go a little further down the, uh, the river on the Wisconsin side to Pepin, Wisconsin, which has a, a winery as well and a mm-hmm. vineyard. And, the, and it's crazy because they built this building that's, you know, supposed to look a little bit like Tuscany. And it's got this great courtyard in the middle of this collection of buildings. You can sit outdoors and have pizza and drink their wine. And it's really lovely. Yeah, There are
3: some fun places to go to. You yeah. just have to get creative, like and, you're
2: saying. And, and I have to say, it does, it does seem like people are out. Every outdoor patio, restaurant, pl- even coffee shop, it, there are people
0: like it seems oh, people like people are taking advantage. Yeah, I think right. so.
3: And we've had beautiful weather.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful weather, and you know, another place that you can really go and enjoy the weather right now is a new place in Theodore Worth Park, which is fantastic. It's called. The Mill City Market, and it's run by the guy who runs Mill City Kitchen mm-hmm. uh, in St. Louis Park, and it's a it's a it's a park place. You know, you walk up to the counter, you order sandwiches and salads, and it's all really fresh and delicious. And they have this terrific patio, and it's in theater with Park. It's beautiful, and that's and I don't so think a lot pretty. Of know about it yet? It's, it's so beautiful. Pretty
3: it reminds me of that place at Griffin Park that we go to, that at the base of it, at it has base, that little... The scenic
2: uh, trail cafe yes. at the base of Griffith Park Observatory it has a little yeah. place like that. But, you know, Theater Worth, right off Highway Beautiful. 55 and 100, I mean, it, you're right in the city. I mean, people kind of forget about these little jewels we have right right in town.
0: Oh, absolutely. And it's in this really cool new building. So even architecturally, it's really interesting. And when I've been there, there've been a lot of day camps going on. Uh-huh. So there's tons of kids going by on their bicycles and it's like, oh, this feels like a normal summer to me, mm-hmm. even though it's not, you know? Yeah. I like That's
3: that. A, and we do need to, it's kind of fun when you think, oh, it feels normal. Yes. To have those. Yes, it's an encouraging thing
2: because we are in this for a bit, a long haul, and this is the way it is. So, it it is a thing to just take pleasure
0: in. Exactly, and let's enjoy this weather while we can, right? Let's let's dine outside as much as we can until we absolutely can't.
2: Anymore. I, we agree. And then here's to heat lamps and more awnings. Yep. And Rick, I'm going to come home tonight and tell my husband i got a new thing I'm going to show you called Bang the Pan. <laughs> cookies. <laughs> i got to get Thank that you. book, 100 I know. Cookies.
0: Oh, man. And then it, much later, mention the word cookies. Cookies, yeah, that's it was exactly that she right. Was.
3: It's so good to talk to you. This is Rick Nelson with the Star Tribune. Who um, You can follow Rick on Twitter at...
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube
0: channel. Uh, Rick Nelson Stribb. Mm-hmm.
3: And you can read him in the Star Tribune. It's just nice to catch up with you. Take care, okay? We'll talk Thank soon. You. All right, when we come back, what are we going to do, Lori? Hey, everybody,
2: thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, boy, it feels like almost uh, it's a Tuesday, but then I'm so relieved it's Thursday because it's time soup. I it, it's I, I
3: had to write down in case you're keeping track. It's Thursday the twentieth of August. Oh yeah, it's eight twenty twenty today.
2: It is. Yeah, That's eight 20, twenty twenty twenty. Astrologically, I'm sure something's going haywire for some people. Right, entering Leo season. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There, no, actually, Virgo. Virgo. No, no we're Virgo. not there yet.
3: It doesn't. It starts the
2: twenty third. We're only three days away, so okay, we're closer to Virgo than we are to Leo. People now in this area are in the gray area. They are tangling between the two. On the cusp. Should I On be the cusp.
3: a should I be a lion or should I be a virgin? That's what should right. I be? That's what should, right. I, be?
2: What should right. I be? Okay, so, yes. so uh. last night, of course, we I Casey and I, you know, we watched one Mr. Mercedes. How many Take, are in that series, though, by the way? Oh, my gosh. There's 10 in the first, 10 in the second, and I suppose there'll be 10 in this new season that's coming out. And this is your
3: Stephen King thing that you guys are obsessed with.
2: And that David E. Kelly adapted. He of Big Little Lies, husband of, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, and, you know, he adapted it. So, I mean, it's so well done. The writing is so good. And Dennis LeHang. Would I like it? Uh, it's it's very creepy. Um, I mean, it's no. a creepy, okay. it's about a creep, it's about basically a psychopath. Oh, yeah.
3: All right, you like those. Okay, so, <laughs> All right, anyway, so moving on. But
2: it's Stephen King, it's classic Stephen King, okay. Mr. Mercedes. So, and then of course, DVR'd and went back and watched some speeches. And then it's like 10, 10, 10 and I'm just like, you know casey aren't you going to bed <laughs> don't don't you feel tired didn't you get up at like 4 30 this morning mm-hmm. and he's like now but now he's reading things online and you know once you start reading stuff online you're rewired and you wake up again
3: don't do it after 9 p.m basically mm. so you, you're wanting him to go to bed so you can watch real house yes. this is the moral of the story aren't you busy isn't there something you have to do in a different room
2: so i can have the good tv He's not responding, so I just put on Beverly Hills Housewife. Man, you want to clear the room, room, at least with my husband, you just got to put on the housewives, although he always stops to make a comment, like he always says this about Denise Richards, she has a bulldog mouth. She does. It's bitchy, resting mouth. But I love her. Just love her. Okay, And, And then he always says about Lisa Rinna, my God, those lips. I, you kind of—it's funny okay, he, because they are. My he, gosh, the, those the lips. first thing. I, yeah, but it's like the first thing he's noticing. are the do two you lips? How do you not? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he got out of there. Chop, chop, chop. But here, here. Okay, so it was—it was basically nothing was happening. You could tell nothing was happening by the throwaway clips that made up the episode until the baby shower at, at, at Buca, Buc-a de, de Pepe Pepe. 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 At Malibu or L.A., who knew? You know what? Do you know where that Buca de Pepo is that's uh, in, if it's in Hollywood or anyway? Dorit's big thing was he could redo a room to her. It could be the Dorit room and she made it be Capri. And actually, I liked it the old way. That's why you go to Bucca to Peppo to see all that the stuff. old country oh, stuff yeah. yeah and she made it be capri and capri. painted the walls yellow and then did the little win- i mean it was cute but it was like Well, there's one in the abuka in the grove like right near the grove that's the one it was that's, but the, it's one it was. that's but the one it was. i thought that started
3: at the minneapolis location i feel like that started here it did it did yeah yeah
2: and then the St.
3: paul one okay yeah
2: I, I was shocked that there was one in la Yeah, so, I, I, no, I, I did know. I think there's also, there's maybe one other one. Okay. But anyway, this would be the ones that these ladies would be at. So they're having the shower. That was really what the episode was centered around. And the fake idea that Brandy just happened to be driving by in the neighborhood and dressed in a flowery dress and just will crash the shower two hours after it started. You know, it was, so anyway, but here's... They're desperate. But here's what I think the producers do did with Denise Richards because this is her second season, mm-hmm. and they paid her. She's the highest paid housewife. Oh, okay. okay. She, I think, had a four million dollar deal to do two years. Wow. wow. Okay. Uh, All right. Because she's Denise, Charlie Sheen's ex. Bravo, 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 Bleep and Richards. Yes. Okay. So anyway, but I think the producers wanted us to hate. Denise Richards, and it's backfired on them because from what I can tell. Why do you think they wanted to say her? Because she only had a
3: two-year deal and would be... Good riddance. We're not gonna be sad that she's gone. Who,
2: not the, possibly okay. possibly Because know. these are all
3: heavily produced, like do this, do that.
2: Let's stir the pot over here, over here, over right, here. Right, because when Kyle Richards, when they all when you know, they were discussing whether or not, you know, should we be, make all of Teddy's guests who aren't on TV leave so we can backstab our co star in the back and talk about her for this lady who everyone here at this table has gotten a fight with that's an older housewife. Raina, Kyle Richards you know anyway so the thing is is that um when Kyle Richards says with a straight face well I don't I don't know Brandy to be a liar Ugh. the the fact that Bravo didn't flash back to Brandy saying I believe it was just last season uh, that Maurizio Kyle's was, husband was cheating, cheating on her, her. Makes me think that Bravo or Andy, they hate Denise because they had that audio. You're right,
3: they do. and They they could
2: have played in there right there, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like, I burst out laughing. I mean, Brandy has like, you know, she had to apologize and pay a settlement to Joanna Krupa, not once, but twice, but three times, going on Watch What Happens Live and talking, talking about, about her, her, her mm-hmm. macoo. Mm-hmm. and that all uh, wasn't so. That's interesting. Right. That maybe <laughs> they can't. They're just done with her. No, but I'm just saying that it's backfiring on them because the fans can't stand Lisa Rinna anymore. And the fans can't stand Kyle anymore. And they both have been there, Kyle, like 10 years. Can
3: I tell you something? Yeah. All right, so if we everyone has like a group of friends that you get together every once in a while, maybe once, twice a year, whatever, yeah. it's your group of friends you've known forever, blah, blah. Right. And if every time you got together with them, they wanted to they hang wanted, on one thing. They wanted to hang on to one old storyline that hasn't let go. We just want you to be honest with us. Well, this has I been the pattern say, of the Beverly Hills. I just Hills. came here to have fun. Well, this is
2: why Lisa Vanderpump left, you know, it's the puppy boring. gate. I and, was talking to my thirty, our 30-year-old niece last yeah. night, well, this
3: is going on, and she's like, mm-hmm. we just live for tonight when the New York housewives will be on because at least they're funny and fun. Beverly Hills is
2: Bitchy and boring. Yes, there and they. are just that's been their thing. And the only so, thing is Dorit because I like her fashion. Dorit has come back around. Sutton is she can stay. Garcelle can stay. Uh, Denise Richards can stay. As far as I'm concerned, Lisa Rinna and Kyle Richards. Boring, boring, and they have resorted to being. They're now the mean girls. So maybe yep. Bravo and. Here's the thing I too, I think, just to really beat the Beverly Hills housewife all the way down. But just to add to my theory, Denise, we have seen her father. Her father lived with her. We've seen her talk about her mom dying and how close she was to her mom. She's shared about how brutal it is to be a soap opera actress Mm -hmm. and that she would like to be doing movies, but nobody calls her. And she's not someone who picks up the phone. She's confided about Charlie Sheen. She described her husband's eggplant and that he had a happy ending once on Thanksgiving provided by her, told to her ladies. Teddy Mellencamp, never seen her dad, never seen her brothers and sisters, never hear her talk about her mom, see her mom. We know nothing about her. Nothing because she doesn't bring anything to the damn table. Which is weird because the whole reason she's on the show it's is because she's of her John dad. Mellencamp's Daughter. She brings him, like she'll say something to Andy Cohen, but he's, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Denise, you feel, and so, and then Brandy's like, well, I have texts. So they have texts back and forth, like they're friends. Again, Laurie, too deep inside baseball right now. I think the moral of the story is. Bravo thought that they could just like get rid of Denise Richards and she's turning out to be a fan favorite, a fan favorite and exposing, uh, the people are believing they're bitchy and boring, which Again, is not a good thing. We the just housewives. want
3: you to be honest. If you had to show up and you have a heavy downer, Debbie downer person at every event, I wouldn't go. I would not go. We just want you could to you be honest. S- yeah.
2: Could you see why Denise conveniently was sick? I, I would have been go. sick too. Yeah. All right. That felt What's good. What's the point of friends? <laughs> Come on. Well, it is reality show. I know. I I just hope my theory. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's
0: Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
1: Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More. Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.